welcome back to the podcast that never was. I'm Paige. And I'm Chris. And I am the uh, chip to your Dale. You make me Dale literally every time. <laughs> it's just the order that it goes in. I told you I like Chip. Just kidding. Uh, they're both ex- <laughs> they're the exact same character. So, <laughs> yeah. and also who like how do you distinguish them? Just one has a thicker accent than the other. Oh yeah, because oh wait, I think I do like Dale more because Chip goes, "I'm Chip," and the other one goes, "And I'm Dale." <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to look up Chippendale right now to see if I can see difference. Oh, uh, well, this is going to sound bad, but it appears that Chip is a more rustic, so more of a darker shade of brown in its fur, uh, and Dale is, is, is lighter. So... There's that, but their face is identical, so it's just their body. But yeah, it's like they're drawn to be identical, though. Okay. Their personalities are like what makes them different. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, huh, interesting. Well, let me... Oh. Good. Listeners, I hope I sound a lot better this time around. You do to me. That's good. So, we're using a different server. Yeah, we're uh last time did we just do phone, Google phone call? Yeah, we did Google uh the Google Voice. And surprisingly in in the audio and post it sounded pretty good compared to what I thought it would. Yeah, but uh, still like a tin can but yeah. not as bad as uh You want to say hi to you want to say hi to Laquita Pay? Oh, hey! You like your new city? <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank good, you. good. Thank you very much. What is this? Something new for the fall, it says. Oh, okay. Interesting. And if you were here, there are donuts in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't know that. Somebody brought them fresh yesterday. Wow. So oh. he was going to throw them away, and I said, Chris might Chris does want one, and Chris is and Chris is very so happy that we you have said to throw that. them away before we leave because they're not uh, powered on. Okay, like. okay, I'll for sure eat some. What type are they? Uh, there's one chocolate top left, and the rest are just regular glazed. I love glazed. There's <gasps> plenty. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, oh, I will. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that they were in there if you wanted them. Oh, and I want them. I do. Bad. I'll probably go get one very soon. Thank you, Liquido. You're welcome. Oops. Throw money away, girl. It's okay. My trash can's overflowing. Yeah, no Saturday. You right. Talk to you later. Sounds good. Well, uh, sorry, I'm recording at work. It's okay. Um, should we start over? We can. I can. I can. Att- I can attempt to edit it out, opposed to starting over. If you want, what's our? T- I have to look at the time here. Three minutes and forty seconds. So, it's probably have to cut a whole minute of that out. So let me okay. write that down as a as a time cue.
that's what they do in another podcast I listen to is they, they write down the time codes. Um, all right. So 3.49. Otherwise, everybody's going to get an enthralling conversation about me and donuts. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, continue what you were saying about you said that you sounded like a tin can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully I don't sound like a t- like I'm in a tin can this time. Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds good. Good. Well, today will be a part one, most likely, of an episode that we came up with. You want to tell them about that? Yeah, it's um sort of a break. What we like to do is um take breaks between theories and stuff. Um sort of give you guys a break between the heavier things and to also help us because um, it takes a lot of time and stress for us to write a theory in a week. Yeah, it's actually a lot of like, like a lot more research than I anticipated when we first talked about doing it, which is fine. Like I'm not, I don't, yeah. I don't hate it. It's just, it, it is a lot more than it seems. Yeah, and, um, you know, we both work, uh, well, I said we both work recently. I just got my new job. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, previously, we both worked full-time jobs as well. Right. So, um, we had to communicate via Google Docs and find a time to where we could both chat via Google Docs right. to uh, work on the theories. So, these little breaks between um, the series are things we can work on independently throughout the week. And um, even then, like if we don't both finish in the week, it's things we can break up into two parts. Right. And um, sort of have fun with. I mean, not that theories aren't fun because we find them extremely fun. Yeah. They're just, you know, a little more stressful to, we have to have theories hammered out in a week. Right. They're a must, but yeah. these things we can, we're a little more lenient, so. Yeah, this is more of like the, um, like the appetizer to the main course, and in some cases the dessert, because like the theories are so, like they're so fun and they're so good, but you definitely need that break in it where you can just kind of let your hair down and be like, man, it doesn't, like it doesn't matter what we talk about this week because it's just fun, so. Yeah, exactly, and um. This is what this is. It's going to be um, a character tournament, um, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. My bracket is about um, 75% done. I had a migraine halfway through, or, yeah, like all through last week, and um, now I'm getting a cold, so I'm almost done with it, but Chris has finished his, so he's going to go first this week with his character tournament. Yeah. And just to kind of give a little background on it is we actually did one before that was fun, but I think it was flawed for how we were doing it. Um, and this, this way I think is, is I've enjoyed it. Like you said as well, uh, that you've enjoyed it and I enjoyed it and it's, um, it's, it's fun and it's, it's a way for us just to kind of go through and have random little, little matchups. So it's, I think it was 32 characters is what it was. Um, 
and the 32 characters are the it's the or, only original characters i can't remember if king mickey's in there or not i don't think so um no, okay so it's legitimately just the original characters so that that looks like let me just go ahead and read them it's sora riku kairi roxas axel Shion, Ased, Gula, Ira, Envy, Ava, Zimnus, Zigbar, Zoldan, Dexin, Lexius, Zexion, Syax, Axel, Dimix, Luxord, Marluxia, Larxene, and I think I already said Roxas. I believe, mm -hmm. I believe, no, yeah, Nominee as well. And am I forgetting anyone? Lushu, there's Lushu as well. Um, mm -hmm. Master Xehanort, Venetus, and some Seeker of Darkness. Young Xehanort. So that's uh, that's what we got. I think that's everyone. Yeah. So we came up with a couple of, maybe rules is the wrong word for it, but maybe guidelines. Uh, we'll try and remain as unbiased as possible. Uh, we can disagree with the reason that they picked the winner. So just to kind of disagree would just be more like a fun way of like, oh, I thought of it this way and you went at it this way. So not like an argumentative disagree, just a, you know, oh, here's what I thought. Uh, but we also, I, I was actually excited about this. I don't know how you felt about it, but it was like a, we can challenge the one matchup and try and convince the other person to change who they picked the one, which would essentially make you rework whatever rounds are left with that person on the fly. Which is kind of fun, I thought. Um, so, yeah. I like that. I think we should do that. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, which bracket did you end up doing? Anyway, we can talk about that <laughs> later. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So I ended up with bracket D, which was the last bracket I randomized. Um, and I, I just thought it was fun. So I will, I'll start. And the way I'll do it is after each round, if you want, we can go back over it and you can give your thoughts on the matchups and or what. Does that sound good? Yeah, I've been uh, in a separate doc. I've been putting down the reasons and stuff that are like some notes, not like a full paragraph, but like just thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did as well. Um, all right, ready? Yeah. All right, so I'll read to you how it broke down for each round, then we'll get into uh who won so in round one the matchups are Ansem seeker of darkness versus Ased, gula versus sora Kyrie versus luxord zamnas versus shion syax versus marluxia young xehanort versus dimix terra xehanort i mean sorry terra versus master xehanort vexen versus riku venetus versus lexius envy versus ava uh, Larxene versus Axel, Ira versus Roxas, Ericus versus Exion, Ven versus Nomine, Aqua versus Zigbar. So that's round one. And those were all randomized again. All right. So round one. First seed, Ansem Seeker of Darkness versus Ased. Uh, my little fun reason as to why they were fighting is Ansem. I'm sorry, Ased, upon returning from the past, is instructed by the mom that Ansem Seeker of Darkness is evil and must be defeated. Ansem refutes that Zigbar is a liar and a turncoat and that will submit in the end. So do you want to guess who I picked as the winner of this fight? Or or, or do you want me just to go through them all? Um, Ased. 
set is correct. Yep, I, I chose a set. Um, my logic behind it was a set fended off multiple Keylight wielders while Ansem struggled with just one and just overtaking Riku's body, let alone actually defeating him or Sora. Zed's raw strength would be too much for Ansem Seeker of Darkness. So it didn't I didn't see a way for uh for a Zed to really be defeated by Ansem when he's kind of the biggest screw up of all of the Xehanort spawns. Yeah. Which ironically I don't think that's how Master Xehanort sees Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Yeah, I think he sees Zemnus in that role. Yeah, which is weird. So he's like I see Anzo Seeker of Darkness in that role, so... Yeah, because he literally failed, like, two or three times. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh... So, yeah, I didn't I didn't think there'd be much pushback on that round with Ansem and Ased. I, you know, I don't know if there's a world where Ansem makes it past round one. He has to get a pretty good matchup, so... Uh, I guess Kamine. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um... My next one is Gula versus Sora. Uh, Sora, seeing a hooded figure, believes it to be another version of Master Xehanort and begins to question him. Gula tries telling Sora that he's from the past and is in search of the Master. Sora believes these things to be lies and points out that he's looking for young Xehanort. Um, so, the winner of this one is Sora. The logic behind it is that Gula did seem to be comp a, a competent Keyblade user, but it would be hard, given what we know about Sora and Gula, to imagine that Gula would defeat Sora, given that uh, Gula, Envy, and Ava couldn't even take down a set, and there's two other ones of them helping, and Sora has taken down multiple opponents. So it seemed like, unfortunately, the winner of this battle would be Sora. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. So. Is the cooler of the two. For sure. I think I think so. It seems as time went on that the requirements of being named Keywide Masters got harder and harder. So Gula might have just had to defeat one Light Orb Rock when Terra had to try and defeat seven. But, you know, I digress. Um, <laughs> so the next matchup is Kyrie versus Luxord. And the reason these two are fighting is because Kyrie's walking alongside Destiny Island when Luxord emerges and challenges her to a wager. And so this one was a little tough because I went, this was probably in my top five hardest decisions I had to make. Um, because we don't know a lot about Luxord and we only see him fight once. And he seems to be a wise fighter, but he doesn't come across as a particularly uh, adept fighter is how I would put it. Um, so, and Lux and Kyrie. So I'm going with like, if this has all happened in Kingdom Hearts three. So, I think Kyrie wins is is my answer. Um, my logic here is Luxor seems more skilled at being an opportunist than a fighter. Kyrie has been training alongside her. Uh, her professional organization 13 scammer that would be axel so i believe her time with axel would give her insight into fighting some of the organization 13 especially because duels are not where luxord thrives so luxord didn't didn't seem like he uh necessarily wanted to be in a fight to the death and avoid it until the end so that's my that's my carry versus luxord decision 
that's interesting. I actually wouldn't have uh, thought that. Okay. But that's actually really cool to think that you would, uh, or to see that you would put Kyrie over Luxor, and your reasoning is pretty solid to me, so. Yeah, I tried to be as unbiased as possible, because, like, I'm sure Luxord is a good fighter. But it seemed like he's more in that camp of would rather not get to that point, um, which seems like there's a good portion of the members that are. So, um, but anyway, and then if we we're to assume that Kyrie has been trained, then we're to assume she's been trained well. So that's true, especially if she's been uh, training with Axel. Yeah, yeah. Was that an Axel compliment? Wow. Wow. Uh, my next matchup is Zemnis versus Xion. Uh, hold tight. This one's going to be... Uh, <laughs> I wonder who wins. Xion is saved by Sora and brought back to be uh, to a being, but has a new goal, a redemption. She's out to take down the man who condemned her, Zemnis. Winner, Zemnis. <laughs> At no point in days is Xion a threat to literally anyone. Other than rocks. <laughs> Zemnus would simply overwhelm Xion with his quick style of combat and an unorthodox way of evading and blocking. Xion would be l- lucky to last exactly three minutes in a duel with Zemnus. An easy win for Zemnus without breaking a sweat, is, is what I have written down. Oh man, condemned her. <laughs> so. What? Yeah, because like he was like, you know, we either keep Shion or we keep Roxas. So they made the decision to keep Roxas after he. That's a no-brainer, though. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but they, watch out, the Shion hate mail is gonna come after you too. <laughs> but like the only person that won that wanted to keep Shion over Roxas was Vexen. Yeah, he was gone at at a certain point, so it didn't even like nobody was voting for him. <laughs> <laughs> and like Vexen just like he didn't like Roxas from the get go. And Shion was his creation. Yeah. Yep. The only, it's not even that he liked Shion. Yep. <laughs> it was his spite for Roxas and the fact that he quite literally made Shion. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to think of a way... It's it's well documented that I think Shion is probably their most squandered character, but... Yeah. But I, but I tried to think of a way Shion could... You know, even I could pretend like she might be Zemnos, but like... The her, her biggest achievement was knocking Zigbar unconscious, and that's because Zigbar saw her as Vin. So like, he was off guard. Yeah. So like when there was she, she they literally do a terrible job of making you think Shion's a threat in that game. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like yeah. Oh, I almost gave away my point to a different fight, but yeah, Shion stood no chance. So. Um, the next battle is one that, uh, believe it or not, I reached a conclusion on fairly quickly. Uh, it's Syax versus Marluxia. It, both Syax and Marluxia return to Radiant Garden only to stumble into each other. Once a snarky and ill-willed jabs are thrown at each other, they continue the excellent Syax versus Marluxian's excellent feud they once had. Winner, Marluxian. Uh, logic, this was tough because of Syax's aggression. Marluxia is an offensive opponent by and large as well, so he does not have much of an answer for Syx's aggression, which is Syx is probably more aggressive than him anyway, and it would excel in that area because of the aggression. However, 
one of the words you can use to describe Marluxia's fighting style is poise. So the poise of Marluxia uh, and Saix having literally no defense whatsoever, whereas Marluxia is definitely more rounded and patient would be what edges it up for Marluxia for sure in the end. So it would be more of a uh, more of a poised waiting game on Marluxia for Saix just to need to be powered up again, and then he would just wreck him. So that's uh, that was my that was my logic. Nice. Um, as, uh, an unbiased opinion. You did very well. <laughs> Thanks. In, in a in a biased opinion, I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, it was. I was actually relieved when I saw that because I'm like, of course, I is strong, but there was like a certain amount where I felt like if Sax was up against a Marluxia or a, a Zaldin. Because somebody with just really good like striking and defense would be would be ideal for someone against Saix. So my next one is Young Xehanort versus Dimix. Uh, Dimix realizing that he's got no choice but to fight a version of Xehanort chooses to fight Young Xehanort, believing him to be the weakest. Young Xehanort has other ideas. Winner, Young Xehanort. Uh, I was very tempted to call Dimix the winner in this. Truthfully, uh, I tried to think of plenty of ways that Demix would have beaten him. But young Xehanort is calculating and has the ability to manipulate time to a degree. So the water clones literally have no effect on, on young Xehanort and would be nullified. I believe that Demix is a, is a competent uh, combatant and his skills are underrated. Young Xehanort is one of the most proficient keyblade wielders in Kingdom Hearts lore, so it would have been very difficult to put Demix over Young Xehanort in a uh, unbiased, believable fashion. Well, he is Xehanort, so right, <laughs> right. It's it's like if you undermine Young Xehanort, you're undermining Xehanort. Yeah, so. it's true. So that one was that one was. I mean, it was an easy one to write, but it made me so sad. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, so the next one is Terra versus Master Xehanort. Uh, and this one was difficult if for them, you know, for what I imagine their meeting in Kingdom Hearts 3 would be like. Uh, Master Xehanort, hearing of Lingering Will, he goes to confront and get rid of the last remnants of Terra and actually finds that Terra has arrived there alive. Master Xehanort, seeing that his friends have saved him, and this is the final encounter. Uh, the winner of this encounter, Master Xehanort. Um, logic, I think Terra can defeat Master Xehanort. I think that's entirely true. Uh, I just think that Master Xehanort would best Terra more often than Terra would beat Master Xehanort. That's what a lot of these will come down to in the more hardy rounds is which one I think would win more often. Um, Master Xehanort is shown to be the greatest combatant and, and darkness user in Kingdom Hearts lore up to this point. Terra is definitely a physical match for Master Xehanort and definitely outweighs him in that area. But frankly, Master Xehanort has better use of magic and brains, so he would be able to defeat Terra in ways that Terra probably would not expect. That's what that's what ended the, the fight with Master Xehanort. Alright, that's interesting. I I can't say that I didn't see it coming because I did. Yeah. That's probably how I would have done it too. Yeah. It was, uh, some of them were a lot like, you know, 
a lot of these are, uh, if Tara would have faced someone else, he probably made it, would have made it a long way in the bracket, maybe even one. A lot of it just came down to who was placed against who early on. So, uh, the next one is Vexen versus Riku. Uh, Vexen, now having a heart, is back and finds Riku. He tells Riku that he won't hold any of his past transgressions against him if Riku allows Vexen to make another replica of him. <laughs> Riku, oh <laughs> Riku, aware of the trouble from last time, declines very gently, and this angers Vexen, who proceeds to make Riku agree by force. Winner, Riku. Um, so this one, Vexen, again, actually shows to be a very proficient fighter in Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories, but never manages to eke out a win. Like, he... Uh, even when he fights to a, what you could call a stalemate, because he does that once with Sora and once with Riku, where he takes a cart, memories or data from both of them, and then just leaves. Like, you can't really call that a Vexen win. You can call it a Vexen getting what he wants. Uh, Riku's arc is building him to be truly the only one who could rival Master Xehanort at this point with the proficiency in darkness and com- pure combat and skill. So at this point, Vexen probably would not be able to best Riku. Vexen has beat Riku in magic, brains, and defense, and could potentially beat Riku in a fight, but not in a fight that Riku really needed to win. So when it counted, Riku would definitely win. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Uh, unfortunately, poor Vexen just... He can't catch a break. No. Nope, that's the real arc of his character, not catching a break. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Um, my next round is Vanitas versus Lexis. Uh, Vanitas is after Vin, but Lexis has been told to keep Vanitas away from Vin uh, by Marluxia and Zexion, leaving them no choice but to battle. Winner? Any guesses? Vanitas. Uh, I was about to say, uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it, it actually really was. So Vanitas was able to stall Aqua and hold ground against Terra. And ba- he basically defeated Ven in the exact same evening. So, like, those are three very big accomplishments. Uh, Lexi's defeat of Riku, like, without a doubt. Both have huge notches, huge notches and huge rights uh, to argue that they could win this fight under the belt. But truly the thing Lexius has on Vanitas is strength and being stalwart. Vanitas has aggression, darkness, magic, speed, intelligence, and multiple forms, uh, Lexius would be very difficult for Vanitas, but Vanitas would eke out the win just by the fact that Lexius might not even be able to get a lot of licks in on him because of Vanitas's unorthodox and quick, aggressive fighting style. So Vanitas was my—he was my the one I that I that I pulled out. Well, I think that's really interesting. I really like that. Yeah. So I think that what really sealed it was the fact that Vanitas stalled Aqua, held ground against Terra, and basically defeated Vin. So, like, like Lexius has one big victory, but, you know, at this point, you could argue at least Aqua and Terra are, if not above Riku, very much so on par with Riku. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Vin probably never won a major fight. So, anyway... Uh, Envy versus Vava. Uh, this one was weird because we don't, I think we see them fight once and that is a set. Uh, so Ava and Envy are at odds and Lucius says he has an, an, an odd message for, for them from the Master. Master has ordered the death of the Dandelions. 
Envy and Ava are sad, but Envy says this must be done for the master knows best. Ava says it's not right, and she will defend them. So they come to blows. Winner, Envy. Um, Ava seems to be the one who truly had the best heart, but save for Ira or Ased, Envy seems to be the best with the Keyblade. Similar to Gula, Ava seemed to be able to handle herself very well, but was not best suited for combat. So it seemed like Gula and Ava were definitely the youngest among the four tellers and probably least experienced, whereas clearly Ira was superior to Ased, but Ased was leaps and bounds above the other two, the other three. So, um, yeah, that was that was my uh, my assessment of them. So it just came down to experience, really. Yeah, I think that's all it was, and I think that's really what edged it out for for Gula. Is he probably like even in that time they didn't have major challenges other other than each other, and it's not their fault that Ased's like eight feet tall and five hundred pounds. So, so. like eight feet tall. I don't know. He's freaking huge, but uh. <laughs> so anyway, um. Yeah, that was that was. It made me sad to get rid of Ava because I like her, but you know, she joins Google. <laughs> um, so the next one is Larkseen versus Axel. This one was interesting. Uh, Larkseen angered that Axel let Nomina go in Castle Living, causing Larkseen to die, uh, and she decides that she will act against Axel for revenge. Winner, Axel. Um, this pained me. I prefer Larkseen, by and large, and believe her to be underrated like Dimmicks as far as the fighting ability. However, Axel is one of the worst she could come up against, I think. Uh, she only has speed on him, and that's not by much. He's very quick. Their powers are used actually mostly in the same manner, so that's mute. Uh, Axel has smarts, skill, strength, and durability on his, his side, which Larkseen has, but Axel seems to have more of a survival instinct than Larkseen. One thing that will aid him in this ability uh, is is his ability to get the hell beat out of him and still win slash survive. So just by the fact that Axel can take a heck of a more beating than Larkseen and probably edges her out as far as uh, cunning goes uh, and durability, that's that's how Axel came out on the winner of this side. Uh, all right, I guess. Yeah, I know. Um, but I didn't actually think about that until I, I actually wrote it down. They both really just use their powers to um, either, like, she'll use lightning to shock you every now and then and he'll throw fire on you, but she mostly uses lightning on her daggers and then throws them at you. And he mostly does the same with his chakrams. So it was it was very interesting. Um, but anyway, uh, the next fight is Ira versus Roxas. Uh, Eris sees, sees Roxas and leaves him to be Vin from Lava's Dandelions. This frustrates Roxas to the point of anger, since being called Sora led to his demise. Uh, Roxas charges him. Winner, Roxas. Uh, Ira would be tough for Roxas to overcome, for sure, but I believe that Roxas could. Uh, this fight could go either way, but Roxas, I think, is more tenacious, and I think Roxas is even more of a confident fighter than Sora. Uh, Ira has skill and intelligence on his side, but Roxas has darkness, speed, and his will to never give up, despite his calls being right or wrong. Roxas has also taken down Riku in early in Riku's career, leading credence to that Roxas is either on par with Sora or above Sora. So, because Sora at that point hadn't defeated Riku, save for when Ansem was inside of him. So That's really got a sting for Sora, though. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. 
I think so too. So uh, I thought that was a, a pretty good matchup for Rox. And I think he's, you know, he doesn't get in a ton of fights, but he even defeats Syax. So, and that's what, that was in days. Yeah, it's really interesting though. When you, when you bring up the argument for Roxas, I think a lot of people tend to forget that Roxas has accomplished a lot in his short lifespan. Right. Yeah. He's, he tends to be remembered as the, the emo kid, but if you put aside his, uh, personality traits, he's a more competent fighter than people will give him credit for. Yeah, I think so as well. And I think that because he does, like, he notches some pretty major victories of taking down Xi'an in her ultimate form, uh, defeating Syax, defeating Axel on a number of occasions. Like, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the next fight is Ericus versus Zexion. Uh, Ericus wakes up and sees that Ven is with Zexion. Ericus panicking and that believes this is a trick by Xehanort and begins to attack Zexion. Winner? Zexion. Uh, logic? Ericus definitely was a skilled combatant, but could not defeat his own student when he was in training. Ericus seemed to be a better teacher than he was a better than he was a fighter. Uh, Zexion would most likely be able to to toy with Ericus and his emotions, Ericus seemed to be a slave to them, which would wear him down before ultimately leading to his defeat. Agreed. Not much to argue there. Oh, Ericus did. He did display more um, emotional problems. <laughs> yeah. But, to say the least. But how quick he was to turn on Ven. Why would the darkness do this? <laughs> and then Terra's. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I, I think it's true. I think if there's one statement that summarizes Ericus, it's that he was a better teacher than he was fighter. Like, I, I will be surprised if he defeats Zane or once and their flashbacks as to when they're youth. <laughs> so... If he does, it's because, like, Xehanort's holding back his darkness or something. Yeah. Uh, so the next battle is Ven versus Nomine. Winner, Ven. Logic, poor Nomine. Um, <laughs> just, you know, even if we're to believe that Nomine is able to wield the Keyblade um, and does get trained, like, <laughs> I, I just did couldn't figure out a way where she defeats Ven. Um who is probably among the weakest Keyblade wielders up to this point in Kingdom Hearts lore, um, because he wasn't trained very well and has been asleep for so long, which does not aid in your training. Um, so, uh, however, he still was able to basically, you know, despite what really seemed like losing to Venetus, derail the plan of Venetus in Masters Anort. So, He's competent. He's just probably on the weaker spectrum of Keyblade wielders. Um, well, can you call that a confidence if that was an accident? Good, great point. And we'll come back to that in Vin's next round. Um, okay. <laughs> so the next one is probably in the top five. Again, hardest ones I had to argue, which is Aqua versus Zigbar. Um, Aqua sees Zigbar and is reminded of all he did to her and, and her friends as Brig. So they begin to fight. Uh, winner? Zigbar. Uh, Aqua is definitely the, definitely the most proficient magic user in Kingdom Hearts lore, 
and is among the most skilled combatants. She lacks physical strength by and large. Zigbar has speed and unpredictability on her. He also has darkness. Zigbar, I believe, is holding back when he fought both Aqua and Terra due to Master Xehanort's orders. Zigbar is one of the uh, the elite fighters and is very rounded, which is what I think actually gives Zigbar the win in this situation, is that he's much more rounded than Aqua. Uh, I believe this to be a close match, and Aqua, definitely much like Terra, could defeat Zigbar a ton of times. But I think six out of ten times, Zigbar would defeat Aqua. So Aqua, five out of ten. Zigbar, six out of ten, I think would. Uh, so that was my logic for Zigbar versus Aqua. Yeah, that's sad to say since she's like my favorite, but I, I understand. Yeah, it was uh, it was probably much like Tara, one of the worst matchups that she could have had. <laughs> yeah, it was quite ironic that uh, Tara got Master Xehanort, and this is quite ironic that she got Zigbar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're moving on to our second round, and it is Zaldan versus Zed. In case you didn't notice, Zaldan did in fact get the um, uh, get he got the uh, the buy round. So, That's right. um, Lexi got my buy round, I think. Oh, geez, <laughs> yeah, one of the ones who didn't need it. Um, <laughs> so Zaldan, impressed with Zed's fighting ability and the fact that he defeated Ansem Sukragnes, tries to manipulate him in order to turn him into a nobody and get a heartless. Ansem, driven by frustration from Zaldan's mind games, he charges Zaldan. Winner? Zaldan. Uh, logic? I said it has immense amount of power and durability, but lacks the mental capacity to figure a way through Zaldan's defense on offensive combat. Zaldan is a unique opponent because he can defend himself with the wind and use his lances from afar to attack. Zaldan would be able to significantly wear down a said before a said would even be able to make it close to Zaldan. Can I just say that um, whether it was Namora or some random game designer, whoever thought to have Zaldan's shield be his wind was pretty, pretty genius. It was, it's so clever. Yeah, like you could have just brought up a random magic shield like Zemnis or someone has, but. Right. No, let's just use his wind, because, like... Let's make him create a circular vortex around him. That literally does make a ton of sense, and it is pretty pretty dope, so... Yeah, and which is probably one of the most frustrating things when you first fight Zelda in Kingdom Hearts 2, is you're like, why can't I hurt him? <laughs> and then he, like, you run into it, he's like, wind, you're like, ah, it knocks you back. <laughs> yeah, it's so... It's he's truly the worst one to fight. Uh, although I think we both agreed on this when we both played the hardest mode, he was fairly easy. Yeah. But Zigbar beat him like the was, first time. But Zigbar was a pain. Like he was awful on on the on the hard mode. Zigbar's always been a pain for me. Yeah, same. Um, so the next round, in case you're keeping track, is Kyrie versus Sora. Um, Sora and Kyrie meet up, and she reveals that her last test was from Yen Sid to defeat Sora in a battle. Sora accepts this challenge. Winner, Kyrie. Um, logic: Sora and Kyrie were uh, were to do battle. Uh, if they were to do battle, Sora would have a lot less to prove than Kyrie. Sora would probably possess the skill to defeat Kyrie, and maybe, maybe even rather quickly. All that to say, I think the difference makers is that Kyrie would have the heart and resolve to defeat Sora in order to prove herself, whereas Sora would not stand to gain anything. 
And Kyrie arguably has the purest heart of all of Kingdom Hearts characters in the lore. And would likely, and Sora would likely underestimate her as, she, as he has a habit of doing even to the organization. So, Interesting. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my decision on Kyrie versus Sora. Forward to uh, where that's going. Yeah, Kyrie made it through two rounds already. In case, and people probably thought she was going to get out in round one. Take that. Um, the next. Poor nominee, though. Yeah, poor nominee. The next round for those of you who are uh, Zemnus or Marluxia fans, Marluxia versus Zemnus. Um, Oh, snap. Zemnus disappointed by the loss from Syax, now seeing that he has no choice but to tangle with Marluxia. The two come to blows. So from from this point on, I think I think uh, we start to see a couple of upsets. I think you could count, you could classify this as an upset. However, when I did it, this was a hard one to decide. But after looking at it, I think it does make sense. Winner Marluxia. Um, I really believe that Zemnus is strong, and I think, but I think most of the organization could defeat Zemnus at this point. Um, Zemnus is confirmed to be among the physically strongest members, but really seems seems to be stuck in his own head of being a shell between Terra and Xehanort at this point. Uh, I'll say that the longer the fight goes, Zemnus almost has promised to win. Zemnus is a long game fighter, and he seems to play that game very well. Um, however, if the new organization theory is to be believed, then Marluxia would have the purpose to win this fight, which is what I think would propel him to defeat Zemnus. As well as the fact that Zemnus is an extremely aggressive fighter, almost to the same point as Vanitas. Um, and Marluxia, again, having a superior defense than Zemnus because Zemnus only has that square shield that appears in front of him and never seems to block with his ethereal blades. Maybe they're incapable of blocking. I don't know. Uh, but either way, it seems like in the end, if, if it came down to it, Marluxia could definitely conceivably beat Zemnus in a fight. That's really interesting. Um, mostly because it seems like the entire fight goes on speculation. But... Um, also bringing up the point of um, how he seems to be, he being Zemnus, uh, stuck in his head that he's a shell. Like maybe that the the earlier in the fight, he's so focused on something and that the longer it goes, he can just sort of block it out. I don't know. That's, you bringing that up was pretty interesting. Well, but I think what we're going to, I think that in Kingdom Hearts 3, we're really going to see the humanization of Zemnus in the sense of, in Kingdom Hearts 2, looking back on it, he really isn't the figure that when you first play through Kingdom Hearts and not knowing any of the other side games, he's not the figure he appears to be. Like, he, it's pretty clear to see that he's very much so, like, the definition of a puppet out of, out of all of the organisms, out of all of the Hearts of Darkness. Um, so Zemnus also seems to be self-aware of this fact. Uh, and so, yeah, I just think that even removing the speculation, the fact that at this point in Kingdom Hearts Lord, Zemnus really doesn't know who Zemnus is. Whereas I think in Kingdom Hearts Lord, even without speculation, Marluxia knows who Marluxia is. Yeah, 
So I think it comes down to the fact of maybe as weird as it sounds, confidence. Well, that, that's pretty interesting also. Uh, not to derail this any further than it already has gone, but maybe even to the fact of in the um, with, with the confidence in this realm of possibility with the fight, but like say they were actually fighting and um, he was fighting for the hearts of darkness and uh, Orlush was fighting for the new organization. Like in our theory, Sinus doesn't want Sayonor to win. Right. So not saying he would throw the match, but that would be in his head too. Yeah. Going along with what you were saying, like there would be a lot in his mind, like of not really sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and of course, again, Zimbus is a BA, so he could conceivably win the fight, but Marlo is the cho- is the winner that I chose. So, um, well, I just thought it was interesting, which is what I was trying to get at. Was yeah, yeah. Your... Anyway. Yeah. The next one is Young Zaynort versus Master Zaynort. Well, um, Young Zaynort, no longer able to see in the future, begins to, because that's a confirmed fact in 3D. I wasn't making that up. So anyway, in the future. No, um, I had to like rewatch all of the Young Zaynort <laughs> scenes to prepare for his practice. I actually did the same thing. Um, that's crazy. Oh, okay. uh, and even challenges Z- Master Zaynort's leader. The disrespect, not being allowed by Master Zaynort. So they, they, uh, he tells him to feel free to challenge him um, and challenge him for more than just his leadership. Winner. Upset of the century, young Xehanort. Um, logic, Master Xehanort would be one of the most difficult ones to beat, obviously. Um, but logic suggests that if there was a few who could defeat Master Xehanort, young Xehanort would be among them. Why? Because he possesses the things that Master Xehanort tried to obtain through Terra. He possesses youth, spry, agility. He also has the knowledge of the future and the knowledge of all the skills of all the versions of Xehanort from Zimnus to Ansem to Master Xehanort himself and those strengths already, um, giving reason to believe that young Xehanort and his limited but capable ability of time manipulation would also aid him in this fight to be able to defeat Master Xehanort. The only thing Master Xehanort at this point would possess the young Xehanort doesn't is mastery over the darkness. That in itself, I don't think would be enough to defeat all the other things that young Xehanort would have already learned and be able to look forward and to have learned through the other incarnations of Xehanort. So young Xehanort is begrudgingly the one that I thought would win. And uh, for those of you wondering, I'm not a young Xehanort uh, lover. So <laughs> this is uh, this was not fun. Um, so on that note, um, this is hard for me to say. Kind of like Young Zane, or you kind of like him? Is that what you just said? Yeah. I mean, he's cool, but he kind of loots the plot too much. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> that's the that's. I think he's a cool character, but like, come on, like, why were you necessary? <laughs> I was rewatching the uh all of his cutscenes to try and get ready for his brackets and everything, and like, I was rewatching it. And I was like, damn. 
how is how is he this cool? Yeah. I don't remember him being this cool when I played three D. Because you were caught up and in the then, frustration. Yeah, that ultimately that was the conclusion I came with was that I just hated this game so much that I blocked out like everything about it. Yeah. Yeah, but he is pretty cool. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Yeah. His voice actor is hilarious too. If if you guys don't follow him on Twitter, you need to. On the old the tw- the Twitter sphere or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called, but like his voice actor, um, his profile pictures of young Xehanort with sunglasses on, and all he does is troll people about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Incredible. It's really great. Um. So yeah, any other thoughts before I move on? No, go ahead. Okay. Next one is Riku versus Vanitas. Uh, Riku notices that Vanitas... And also, ironic that these two fought because they share the same fighting stance. Well, they did. I don't know if Riku will continue with that fighting stance with this new keyboard. Anyway, um, which I doubt because of how much larger it is. But anyway. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, I don't think he will with this thing. Yeah, I don't I don't conceive unless he's been working out. Uh, Riku notices that... Which he clearly hasn't. Riku notices that Venetus is unhinged and after Vin. Riku tells Venetus that he has to fight the darkness, but Venetus tells Riku he can't fight what he is. Winner? Riku. Uh, logic. Venetus is probably a top level combatant and superior to Vin in combat, which I think most Keyblade wielders are, um, but did what Riku once could not uh, and failed Lexius. Which, however, Riku has grown so much since we've seen him in Castle Oblivion. And, you know, Riku, you can argue, has the greatest arc of the game up to this point in sense of character development and abilities. So Riku has been able to grow a lot in the sense of capability. Um, Riku has become one of the greatest keyboard wielders and masters of all time and could rival Master Xehanort with his proficiency in darkness. But Master Xehanort clearly at this point probably has more of that. Vanitas would have 90% of the offense, but it would not matter because Riku would be able to strike whenever Vanitas left an opening and withstand Vanitas' offense. So, winner, Riku. Challenge. Whoa! Didn't see that coming. What's your uh, What's your logic? Okay, so that's pretty great and all. I don't conceivably see that Riku could take down Vanitas that easily, especially with this new Keyblade that we don't know how he's going to wield. Um, as you once said, Vanitas' greatest accomplishment is the fact that he was able to take down the three strongest Keyblade wielders. Riku, however... Two of the three. I don't know if you can count Vin in the strongest, but... Yeah. Well, we're going to count Vin because Vin is half of Vanitas, and Vanitas counts himself among the strongest. Okay. So we're going to count that. Um, we're also going to count uh, the fact that Vanitas is a part of the Hearts of Darkness, and if we're going to go that far, um, he's among the top of them. So if if Master Xehanort holds Vanitas in such high regard, there's got to be a reason for it. And that reason has to be the fact that he is among the most competent. So, yeah, Riku could win a few of the fights. There's no way he could take Vanitas down, though. Wow. Seriously, so with all that darkness. Vanitas is the darkness. He controls it perfectly. 
Riku goes into it quite often. So you're saying Kingdom Hearts 3, Vanitas could conceivably defeat Riku before Riku could defeat Vanitas. Yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Didn't see that coming as a challenge. Um, in part because of your argument and also in part because of the boldness, I'll change the winner to Vanitas. Uh, All right. Reworking half of my bracket as we continue the podcast, <laughs> so I'll let you know how that goes. Um, that could that could change literally the outcome of the winner. Wow. Um, all right, <laughs> Vanitas is now the the one moving forward. Um, all right, let's see how this goes. Tell me how that battle now went. What'd you say? Tell me how that battle now went. <laughs> well, uh, apparently the openings Vanitas left when Riku went to strike it. Vanitas kicked him in the face. <laughs> Um, so apparently that's how it went um, maybe threw his helmet at him it exploded I don't know <laughs> <Exploding> helmet. <laughs> um, the next fight is Axel versus Envy uh, Axel seeing how upset Vin is that Abba was hurt begins to rush and block uh, Envy's attacks on Vin uh, and which obviously caused from Zigbar's orders to destroy the Dandelions uh, which Vin escapes with Ava. Thus leaving Axel and Envy to do battle. Winner with no surprise, Axel. Um, logic, Envy is seen to be the third strongest of the foretellers, but clearly there is a large margin from her Gulen Ava compared to how skilled a set is. And we're left to believe that Ira outweighs a set in skill, but we're never confirmed this as far as a fight goes. Uh, Axel is among the deadliest of the organization, if not for no other reason, his blind loyalty to whatever his friend slash cause is at that time. Axel would simply have to beat Envy in more areas than not, which from the limited things we've seen about Envy, seems like Axel would beat her in all those areas, save for intelligence. You could argue that Envy and Gula might be the two brains of the, of the foretellers. Um, so, decision, Axel. Begrudgingly, I add. <laughs> I understand. He did upsettingly well in mine, too. Yep. Um, surprising truly no one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the next one is Roxas versus Zexion. Um, Zexion comes to Roxas and attempts to recruit him for the new organization. But all Roxas knows is that he wants his freedom and refuses. He then tells Zexion that to get to get lost or he will make him get lost. Zexion insists that after the fight is over, Roxas will have no choice but to join. Winner? Zexion. Logic? Roxas is shockingly probably the most, most like, and like shockingly probably the most proficient light user. What? Um, or at least one of. Roxas has a flashy, quick-based combat style, but has close to no defense, which is seen in his fight with Sora and himself in um, at uh, where he encounters him at the the, the skyscraper. Uh, Roxas is also two. what? In two. Yeah. Um, Roxas is also uh, Roxas is also always searching for his purpose and who he is. Roxas is easily manipulated, which we've seen all throughout days and. Two, Zexine would be for, would be for sure in for a struggle at times in this fight more often than not. Zexine has the smarts, the magic, darkness, and survival instincts to win this round. Roxas would not be able to withstand the mental beating from Zexine's illusions, which is what would ultimately lead to his victory in this round. Illusions alone are the reason Zexine takes Roxas in this round. Interesting. Uh, I have to agree. 
but um, I have no follow-up. Yeah, I know there were... Wait, what'd you say? I said I have no follow-up to that. I don't know why, but... Gotcha. Yeah, I know the Roxas fanboys won't be happy, but probably among the worst round of matchups for Roxas because of the uh, not emo- like mental instability as much as ability to be overcome by uh, people who were manipulating them. So, yeah, bad round for Roxas in terms of who he fought. Otherwise, he probably could have been a contender for, for winning the whole thing. Um, the next matchup is Zigbar versus Ven. Ven is portaled to a room in Castle Oblivion. Zigbar begins to ramble on about how Ava should never have recruited Ven or any of the other pesky dandelions and proceeds to attack. Winner, Zigbar, obviously. First of all, I believe Ven is the only hero in Kingdom Hearts lore to never score a major win against a, a villain. I think that's true. Um, Ven, when he, even when he quote-unquote defeats Venitas, really ends the fight in more of a tie. And like you mentioned, accidentally derailing the plan. Ben is clearly still young and growing in his training. Being asleep for so long would not aid him in that. Sure, he would have a lot of energy, but be rusty as hell in a fight once he woke up. Discounting the rust, even if he could use up that sort of energy and speed, almost would not be enough to overwhelm Zigbar. Zigbar is all over the place and also has a great deal of speed, and where his speed lacks, teleporting is something Zigbar is fond of uh, and would be an advantage over Vin. You could also argue, and I hold this viewpoint, Zigbar holds a stronger offense than Vin. At this point, what we know about Vin, he just couldn't defeat Zigbar. He's outclassed in too many ways. It's the equivalent of Xemnas versus Shion. Is, uh, is gravity in space is just truly OP. Yeah, that's the only reason he's won both of his rounds. Is Zigbar is uh, is his his ability. That's what edged him out against Aqua, and that's what edged him out against Vin. Honestly, if um, that's one of the reasons why reasons why I think he has stayed a nobody. Yep, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> he wants uh, he wants to retain all of his uh, dark power. Well, I mean. I don't think you can blame him. That's just one one step. Or not one step, it's... So, yeah, right. I definitely agree with that. Poor Vin, though. I do like Vin. Me too. I think Vin's awesome. I think he's great. At Just at this point, he's not a very proven fighter. So, um, yeah. Round three, Zaldin versus Kyrie. Uh, Zaldin comes to finish Soria after he's fired with Kyrie, but she refuses to let that happen. So they come to blows. Winner, Zaldin. Um, it actually made me sad for Kyrie to lose a round after I got attached to her winning streak. Um, uh, despite I like Zaldin, obviously, but uh, I try to think of ways that Kyrie could hold her ground or even win a fight against Zaldin with her training partner uh, being Axel. Uh, but even Axel knew not to cross Zaldin. Um, Axel, in the scene where the lance gets thrown at him, doesn't seem phased but also complies to what the orders are. Um, Kyrie would be able to block some Zaldin's attacks for sure and would definitely get some offense in, but I don't see a way that Kyrie would be able to land deciding blows or even a lot of uh, offense that meant something on Zaldin. Um, 
she would really be outmatched in terms of magic use, which if you go to believe that she could be Aqua's successor in magic, we haven't seen a lot of training or a lot of uh, things that would lead to believe that. You could even argue that Namine might be more proficient in magic than, than Kyrie at this point. Uh, he seems to check all of the boxes in the rest of the areas, though. Yeah, it's going to take... Um a hell of a lot of proof to make me think that she's going to be Aqua's successor in magic. Yeah. Considering that's, that's literally 90% of her offense, like is because of how freaking good she is with magic and, and birth by sleep. Um, so it seems like they're wanting us to believe that the new, the Justin Allen trio is the successor, but like maybe that's why they switched Riku's keyblades. Like, well, Riku doesn't need to be super strong. Like Terry, let him just be Riku. Like, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, exactly. So the next round is Marluxia versus Young Xehanort. Um, Young Xehanort, seeing that Zimnus was not able to stop Marluxia, begins to try to convince Marluxia that his problem was not with Arts of Darkness, but should be resolved with the defeat of Zimnus. Marluxia simply smiles and shakes his head no, um, saying saying that it was Master, uh, saying that it was Young Xehanort who started all of this anyway. Winner. Young Xehanort. Uh, logic, Marluxia was on a roll, but Young Xehanort would be a very difficult one to stop. Marluxia would be stronger physically, for sure, but Young Xehanort would have dark strength over him and would be faster as Marluxia would have Marluxia would have better defense, though. I believe the difference maker here would be the years of knowledge and experience that Young Xehanort would have would, would be privy to, yet already not having lived. Again, the experience of Xemnas Ansem and Master Xehanort being something the young Xehanort already has the knowledge of and really the ability to use under his belt, along with the fact that young Xehanort would have the ability to temporarily control time in a confined amount, something that I don't think Marluxia would have an answer for more often than not. Again, could conceivably defeat young Xehanort, but unfortunately at this point, young Xehanort on a roll. Yeah, um... If he even knew that Young Xehanort could control time, I think much like how it took Riku for a spin, right. it would uh, catch Marluxia off guard too. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, Young Xehanort is, uh, you know, you'll just have to see if he goes all the way, but he, he makes, oh man, uh, anyway. Next fight, it was going to be Riku versus Axel, but now it is Vanitas versus Axel. Uh, doesn't matter. It will have the same result. <laughs> so uh, I have no reason for uh, for Vanitas and Axel to fight because I wrote one for Rico and Axel. But winner, Vanitas. Um, mostly for the same reasons that Riku would have defeated Axel. The point is that mm. Axel sucks fighting Keyblade users. He does not rack up a win at all fighting them. Uh, you like you can't argue that. <laughs> like there's no way that he defeats a keyblade user. Roxas pones him multiple times despite Axel having both experience and ability over him. Vanitas, you can argue, um, would even they take out Roxas, which I think would be an awesome fight, uh, because of your fighting style being so similar. But anyway, um there's there's no conceivable way Axel defeats Vanitas. You could, you, I could see Axel defeating Vanitas two out of three, you know, two uh, out of ten times, but Vanitas would edge out eight or seven wins before prior to that. Um, Vanitas takes the win for sure. Out of that entire argument, 
the fact that you said that Roxas pwned him. <laughs> yeah, there was like there was no reason for Roxas to be one of those fights, but he was. Um, just, I forgot pwned was a word. Oh, um, throwing it back to early two thousand. It really is. Um, the next one is Zigbar versus Zexion. Zexion, sensing that Vin is in need, rushes to help him and is taunted by Zigbar. Zigbar suggests that Vin will be destroyed, but first Zigbar will bop Zexion on the head. Winner, Zigbar. Uh, logic, Zigbar would likely be a nightmare for most of the organization members to fight, but would be one of the worst matchups for Zexion. Uh, illusions would be helpful towards Zigbar, but the fact that nobody's, uh, the fact that nobody knows how much of how much of Zigbar. Nobody knows much of Zigbar would make illusions not so useful towards Zigbar. Uh, he could trick Zigbar, but he <laughs> with what? And what would be the emotional manipulation? Um, Zigbar uh, and Zigbar has Zexion outmatched in terms of weapons as well. Even if Zexion could trap Zigbar in a lexicon, all Zigbar has to do is portal his hands separately and destroy the lexicons, and he's freed. Zexion is more skilled with magic and is smarter, most likely. We, of course, according to our Master of Masters theory, you know, Zigbar could be the smartest little series. We don't know. <laughs> um, but Zigbar has too many advantages, and Zexion could pull out some hard-fought wins, maybe. But Zigbar would be the winner definitely more often than not if it came down to it. Yeah, that's really sad to say. Yeah, it was a, a, I, ni a nightmare matchup. I Agree. Uh, semifinals. Here we go. Um, Zaldan versus Young Xehanort. Up to this point, both Zaldan and Young Xehanort have been mostly unstoppable, and Zaldan and Young Xehanort see each other uh, are in, see that each other are in the way. Not to mention, Young Xehanort has defeated some of Zaldan's new organization. Winner. Zaldan. Uh, logic, strength. It goes to Zaldan. Speed goes to Young Xehanort. Magic goes to Zaldan. Darkness goes to Young Xehanort. Zaldan's answer for Young Xehanort's time stop would be his ability to keep Young Xehanort at bay with his lances and wind. And the powers of, young, uh, of Zaldan mixed with his lances are what would make him more of a difficult opponent for Young Xehanort. The lack of strength would hinder Young Xehanort too greatly in addition of Zaldan having an answer for his time stop in the sense of while keeping Young Xehanort at bay with his wind, he could destroy the um, hourglass with his lances. Also, Zaldan takes the cake in defense. This one was more of a Zaldan checking too many boxes that Young Xehanort would not have. While there might have been a different result had it been Master Xehanort versus Zaldan, the winner is Zaldan. Yeah, he's got too many lances to not do so many things and keep young Zane or preoccupied. Right. You right. got time stopping. Yeah, that was uh that really was what it came down to was the fact that Zaldan actually had an answer for, for the time stop. Uh and you know, it's like I said, I think it you definitely could argue it the other way if it's Master Zanart versus Zaldan, but uh this one turned just just was a bad matchup for young Zanart. Um the next one was going to be Riku versus Vanitas. However, it is, I'm sorry, Riku versus Zigbar, but it's Zigbar versus Vanitas. Um, winner. Zigbar. Um, as much as I would have liked. 
No, the winner would have been Zigbar either way. Um, okay. Yeah, Zigbar, Zigbar would have taken, I think Zigbar takes it either way. Um, I, you could almost put Vanitas over Zigbar, but I think that the issue with putting Vanitas over Zigbar is that they're very similar in speed, probably in terms of power. Uh, you could argue Vanitas has the proficiency in darkness, but the fact that Zigbar is able to not even get touched by Vanitas because of Vanitas's uh, aggression, I don't think Vanitas would have the patience or tenacity to be able to take Zigbar more often than not. I think it comes down to uh, resolve in this one, and Zigbar would have more of it. So, but Vanitas probably could defeat Zigbar, but Zigbar, Zigbar wins. Um. Well, I think if it was Vanitas versus Zaldin, Vanitas might have had a, a higher chance, maybe. But uh, you almost you almost changed my entire bracket. That was the plan. <laughs> um, all right, final round. Zaldin versus Zigbar. Um, these two realizing that they're the only one standing and the last one's the path of the other, remarking how they never liked each other, and cheer banter before they engage in battle. Logic, Zaldin has strength, Zigbar's speed, Zaldin's wind would counter Zigbar's arrow guns, Zigbar's space would counter Zaldin's weapons, Zigbar has a greater use of the darkness, but Zaldin has a better defense, this fight would truly go either way, but at the end of the day, I think that uh, if it was a fight to the death, Zaldin would probably win. I think the deciding factor is that if Zaldin, uh, that, that Zaldin could choose to take more damage from the arrow guns, and allow a lot of more shots to hit him if he focused on using his wind to counter Zigbar's space, pulling his Zigbar closer. This would close the distance between the two, at which point Zaldin would have a significant advantage. I think what edges it out for Zaldin is that Zaldin might have one of the few powers that could conceivably counteract Zigbar's space. Oh, how interesting. So, that's, the, that's it. That's the final round. Cool. I think that was really cool. Um, I didn't see that coming, honestly. You thought Zigbar was about to take it? I did. Me too. Me too. I thought he. I thought he was. I actually thought Young Xander was gonna win the whole freaking thing. Oh really? Yeah, cause like he took down like so many of them. Where I was like, man, I didn't think that you were gonna make it this far. But he, he was my dark horse. He he did really well. Yeah, I, I could tell. Um, but he he does surprisingly well in my bracket as well. So okay, yeah, I, I can say that. Yeah. Um. Yep. So that's that's what it was. It was fun though. I I enjoyed doing it for sure. Yeah. The um. There were some really uh interesting matchups in there, like. I didn't see some of them coming, and uh, I really didn't see Kyrie's short-lived win streak coming either. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that was uh, that was crazy to me too. Was the the kind of the short win streak? I I I thought that was fun because like. I think that, you know, and I'm I agreed with your logic of like if she is gonna be the successor then they have to do a lot of legwork in three. So 
but I like the idea of her at least being proficient with a keyblade. Um, like that's something they should at least pay off if they don't pay off the magic successor. Um, which, you know, in an ideal character arc world, they pay off Sora, Riku, and Kairi. But we've seen up to this point, Sora has had almost no payoff. So, uh, <laughs> so we'll see. You know what they should do? If they're going to do the successors like that, if they're going to do Kairi like an Aqua successor, they could do Sora as like a Terra successor. Because he's, at this point, almost straight power. Sora? Yeah. 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 True. And they could have kept Riku with his uh, current stance and kept him as like a Vin successor with speed. Yeah, I... Yeah, I wish that... Like, I think I like Riku's Keyblade fine, but, I mean, if you compare it to his last one, his last one was cooler. Like, like it's... But they're. De I think they're definitely going Terra being what i mean riku being what Terra should have been and then probably wanting us to believe the same for sora and kairi but we just don't have enough payoff for sora or kairi at this point you know yeah so which they could change come three those two could become awesome if sora goes xehanort then um then maybe they will do the switcheroo and riku becomes his own person and he's like nobody's successor and then doesn't need a successor because he's still freaking young and doesn't have anything, you know, any uh, any major sins. I mean, you could argue neither is Ericus or Aqua, but like, you know, Terry did screw it up for everybody, but every all 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 of them made some mistakes. But anyway, yeah, uh, I would be happy to see Sora and Me too. I think that's the direction it should go. But anyway, yeah, so if, if I was a betting man, I would have betted early on that Young Xehanort took it or uh, or Zigbar. But I think it, it came down to to the old wind, which for every Kingdom Hearts 2 player on the PlayStation 2 was the bane of our existence. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I look forward to hearing about yours tomorrow for sure. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to definitely finish mine tonight, and uh, we'll – Hit you back up. Yeah, the uh, I think it could have gone entirely different if, because I think I hinted earl earlier in the week that the first rounds held the most upsets. So like, a lot of the early on winners got taken out. Masters Ain or Terra Aqua, like, um, like, just <laughs> just some crazy, some crazy first Lexius. You could like it could have ended with Lexius being the winner, but Vanitas I think was a, not a good matchup for him and um. Maybe there's somebody who thinks Ira could win the whole thing. I think Ira would have lost either way, but but whatever. Um, anyway. Yeah, that would have been... Uh, I would like to hear someone's argument for Ira to win the whole thing. Yeah. Write us in. Definitely. Um, yeah. So it was fun. I enjoyed it. We might have to uh, We might have to find a way to revisit something like this in the distant future. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, what if we did, like, a Teams one? That'd be pretty sick. That would be cool. Uh, anyway, we have to focus on getting through the rest of this one. <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, anything else to add before we kind of wrap it up? Um, not about the character uh, tournament. Biggest upset and biggest one where you said, yeah, I saw that coming. Um, well, obviously the biggest 
biggest upset was when Vanitas lost. Okay. All right. I can't believe that one blew your mind. It did. Um, I did not see that coming. Because uh, I, I, I... Good. Yeah. Well, I just I just didn't think that he would lose to Riku like that. Yeah, I actually still hold the opinion Kingdom Hearts 3, Riku takes Vanitas, like if they if they were to fight. I, I still hold that opinion, but I liked the, the boldness in your argument towards against it. it was, uh, and I like Vanitas a lot, and I think he's, you know, you could probably argue he's up there with Terraqua and Master Xehanort as far as, like, really good Keyblade users, because when you kind of think about it, that's impressive to hold back Aqua, Terra, and Vin at different times in the same evening. <laughs> like, that's great. I'm just saying, um, he, he totally could have won that, and uh, look what he did in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so biggest one where you where you knew it was coming? Oh. Um, Xion versus Emnes. Xion versus Emnes. That one, or... You know, Ramane's fight. Ah, her versus then, yeah. Yeah. What a shame. I wish she would have at least made it to the second round. Yeah. Man. Um, well, cool. I look forward to hearing yours tomorrow. Thanks. I look forward to it as well. It'll be a hoot and a half and just a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoy these things. Me too. Me too. Um, cool. Well, I guess that'll do it for us today. Yep. So, I've been Chris. And I've been Paige. And we will be back at it again with part two. Yep, we'll see you guys next time. All right, bye. Bye.